0: Hello and welcome to the Guasha Show, helping you get the best results out of guasha and Eastern medicine for the face and the body. I'm your host Clive Whitam, and every week we explore the world of guasha to help you use and understand this great technique with research and stories and guests and useful tips. So let's get straight into this episode and let's look at how we can re-envision facial guasha. Hello and welcome to season 2 episode 5 of the Gua sha show and the theme of today's show is talking a little bit about how we can change our perspective about facial Gua sha and how it fits with Chinese medicine and as you know if you've listened to my other shows or read my books or watched my videos or done my courses I've been doing guasha for over 20 years and I approach facial guasha from a slightly different perspective to most well actually all if i'm honest and so this is basically me chewing over some of my ideas with you so in my workshops in sri lanka in february and if you're wondering what that is go and listen to uh podcast episode four where i talk about um going to sri lanka in february this year and setting up the guasha project. So, in these workshops, the first thing I would do is get a volunteer from the audience. And I do guasha on their neck. Now, why the neck? Because that's an area which often has red marks on it after doing guasha. And so when I do workshops, it's like when you go to a show and when the performer asks for volunteers and then of course no one wants to come up suddenly everyone looks at their phones or looks uncomfortable looks at their feet but there's always some brave person uh they kind of raise their hand slowly and then uh, they get picked and they come up and so this is what happens in my workshops normally and so the brave person comes and they come they sit down and the show begins as I uh, as I start doing Gua Sha and showing people, well, this is it. This is what you do. Because it's no good people talking about Gua Sha and I'm inclu- including facial Gua Sha. You've got to see it. And When you see it, you begin to understand it. And then when I'm doing this in front of everyone, sure enough, the red marks of Sha appear every time I do it. And in Sri Lanka, I was actually showing people how to treat colds and influenza and COVID-19 type respiratory infections. So uh, I got their attention pretty quickly with this. But I'd do exactly the same for facial gua Now, lots of people react with shock and horror when they see sha. Now, sha are the red marks which appear on the skin in areas where your body has tension and obstruction. They're the distinctive marks that you often see if you do a search for gua sha, uh, on the internet and you'll see lots of images of people with red skin or red marks on their skin I mean it looks terrible but um, usually it's fairly painless so it often appears on your neck and your shoulders if you're gonna scrape in a downwards motion um, on many many people Because, um, I mean, who doesn't have a stiff neck or or stiff shoulders with a little bit of uh, stress? And it often comes without a lot of strong force uh, of the tool. And sometimes it just comes out with very, very light uh, scraping. But for some people, because facial gua sha is considered a inverted commas beauty therapy, treatment is thought to be only soft and smooth and relaxing and the thought of char appearing on the skin is so anathema to how they think facial washers should be that the very thought of it puts them off. It's the case of, oh my god that's terrible, I'd never do that to my body. My response would be, wouldn't you? I think you would if you knew what it was and what it did especially in terms of the facial changes that you want on your face. So let us ask the question, if you're using Gua Sha to make changes in your face or your body as well, why on earth would you want those distinctive red marks on your neck or your shoulders or your back and various other places? Well, the first thing I have to say about when we're talking about Sha is welcome to Gua Sha. The clue is in the name. It's called facial gua sha, sha as in gua sha. Now, if it was something else, then it would have another name, wouldn't it? But what we're doing is facial gua sha. You can't just call anything which uses a tool on the face facial gua sha. You have to realize that it wasn't just invented out of thin air but comes from a particular technique and therapeutic result, which has a history and development throughout East Asia. Now, of course, the last thing we want is for there to be any marks at all on your face. That's not the place for these marks of Sha to appear. The technique is different on the face. So Sha is restricted to your body only. So body begins from your scalp going backwards and your neck and your shoulders. So this is all areas which are directly connected around the face. And so the movement of the tool on the face is completely different from the movement of the tool on your head or your neck or your back or your chest or your arms and legs. Gua Sha isn't one technique, but many, and you have to choose the appropriate one at the appropriate time, but they're all connected. In the general principle of what you're doing there's a unifying thing that you're doing with all gua sha on the face on the body anywhere and when I'm doing gua sha I have the same treatment goal every single time it's not like you've got facial gua sha on one side and body gua sha on the other it's all the same following the same principles of what's happening under your skin And these principles are connected to the free movement of circulation patterns. People often ask about scraping directions. Should they scrape up or down with a Gua Sha tool? Should they scrape away or towards the head or the body? If you follow the general principles of Gua Sha, there's never any doubt. The answer is crystal clear. It doesn't matter which part of the body you are. You're going to use the natural motions of your body. Now, sometimes these appear to be going up and sometimes they appear to be going down, depending on how you you positioned yourself. But the reasoning makes perfect sense because they aren't just invented or based on dubious anatomical presumptions. They're based on the 2,000-year-old foundations of Chinese medicine. And this is how it is with facial Gua sha. It has to be cemented firmly within its historical and cultural background of the development of guasha, which stems out of East Asia. But it has to go deeper than you might think. Instead of the standard interpretations of what Chinese medicine is, which is heavily influenced by the events of the 20th century in China and the desire to standardise and simplify the complexity and diversity of Chinese medicine, You have to move further back to the ideas of nature-based medicine, which, believe it or not, are actually the cornerstones of all Chinese medicine. So when I look at facial washer, I'm looking at a viewpoint of natural science, the observation and understanding of the processes involved in the natural phenomena in the world around us. This is what the ancient Chinese did. And this is how Gua sha has to be seen in order to both stay true to its roots and to be as effective a tool as it can be to enhance your appearance. But this concept shouldn't be so strange. To understand your body in terms of the natural world, not just in terms of your biology class, as in muscle and artery and bone, but in terms of your geography class, river deltas and forests and flowers. This is something that many people instinctively feel a connection to. If I say that with your facial washer treatment, the idea is to foster the blossoming of your internal potential, I'm not using metaphors of a flower. I'm actually saying that the same process that we see in the opening of the petals of a flower is in your body. It's the same because we're part of the natural environment. We don't just live in it, we are it. And the process of the blossoming of the flower is the same process as the blossoming of the beauty that's inside you which comes into your face. The same motions which form the world that you see from your window every day formed you and me. And this knowledge is what the ancient Chinese passed on to us. And when you really get what they were trying to say, the elegance of it is jaw-droppingly beautiful. You never really think the same way as you once did again. And what better to have as your foundations when you do facial washer than the beauty of these ideas? Indeed, your idea of beauty changes because now you have another lens dripping in the science of the natural world by which you can view beauty both in concept and in practice and which is quite different from the norm. So in this way, it doesn't matter how you approach facial Gua sha, whether you treat the body as well or whether you're just restricted to the head and the neck area, as I know some people are, for example, aestheticians. If you see Gua Sha as guasha, and Chinese medicine nature-based. You're setting yourself up with solid foundations and the skills to get results with something really unique and special. So that's it for episode five of the Guasha Show. Now make sure you check out my YouTube channel as I now have a little time to make my weekly videos and if you really like these ideas come and find out more. There are courses both online and live in person for ecology in motion, gua sha. and you can find these either on clivewhittem.com or on the Komarebi Institute website. The links for these are in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can check out the show notes at clivewhittem.com/guasha show. You'll also find loads of free videos and information. And if you need more help with Guasha, definitely check out my online courses at the Komorebi Institute. I'll include the link in the show notes too. Talk to you soon.